0: Welcome into the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can find me at Ethan J. Skolnick. Before we get to today's episode, I want to tell you about one of the great sponsors of this podcast and the network. You see us tweeting about them all the time. Bet DSI. BetDSI.com is where you want to go to place all of your bets on the weekend and during the week. I went there last week. I used my promo code 5101. That's five E one zero one bet against the Dolphins before the game for the entire game, and then was like, eh, okay, I'm going to bet against them for the first half too, and won both. So not always going to go that way, but you can bet in game. If it doesn't go so well in the first half, you can bet halfway through. And, of course, you can still bet the futures. The Heat right now are at about 43 and a half, I believe, at Bet DSI. So make sure you check that out if you want to go over. Also, I saw that the Florida Panthers have our 95.5 points, which I went over for them last year basically lost that bet in the first month but go to betdsi.com again that's betdsi.com use the promo code 5101 make sure you do it because you get a special bonus gives you a little bit more money to play with in case things don't go right and now on to today's episode welcome to five on the floor a miami heat and nba podcast from ethan
1: skolnick with albond sydney aka Al 954
0: brought to you by the five reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back here. We've been doing this series, and something happened in the midst of the series. We did the first two with Alex Toledo and my usual co host, Alphonse Sidney, both of whom you got to know from the podcast Heat, Miami Heatbeat. And yep. We did two episodes. One was about Jimmy Butler and whether he was a true number one. And the other was about who the point guard is going to be on this team, Justice Winslow or Goran Dragic. And the idea here is we're, gonna, we're getting into sort of what we see as the five issues going into camp. But Alf was not available today, and neither was Alex. And so look who's here. How sick are you, Johnny?
1: <laughs> I'm so sick. I couldn't even do my own show yesterday. I had, I had so much plans, and here I am doing your show, sick, flu gaming it.
0: Well, okay, what did you have – because we were talking about this off-air. There's really nothing to talk about right now unless you're really creative like me. What did you, what did you have planned exactly?
1: I was basically going gonna to talk about how good I think Justice Winslow is for the 20th time. That was, okay. it. that was the plan.
0: All right, so you're perfect for this episode also. All right, if you don't know Giancarlo Navis, um, you can follow him on Twitter at gnovis103. Of course, Johnny used to be in my network, or our network, uh, and he and Heatbeat FLED, couple of months ago, but I figured before we get to the episode and the topic we're going to get into, a bit of an announcement. You want me to do this or you want to do this?
1: You do it. You're good at announcements. You lead the league in announcements.
0: I do lead the league. I make them every day. It just shows that we're doing something even if nothing's (laughs) really being monetized. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so here's the thing, as I used to say on the radio, Heatbeat is not coming back into the network as a podcast. They're with Blue Wire Pods and very happy there, and that's a national network, and they're the Miami Heat representative in our market but several of the contributors to Miami Heat Beat will be contributing to Five Reason Sports especially on the website FiveReasonSports.com, and other content so we still have a very healthy relationship this was not bitter or anything like that right johnny i mean i mean i we had lunch know. the other day you didn't you even going to pay for me you know i was i went to the bathroom and i came back and you paid for your half which, I feel
1: bad because I never sold an ad, so it was my way of, of, of. apologize. <laughs> That's true.
0: You never sold an ad. You didn't even come close. There wasn't even... I, I mean, never...
1: I, no, I came kind of close. There was one deal that I was closing in on, and then they kind of ghosted me.
0: So, oh. like, I get ghosted by women
1: and by potential sponsors.
0: I, that was going to be my joke. You're, you're stealing the jokes. All right, so... <laughs> anyway, could we go over some of the contributors? Because you know your staff better than me. And uh, who's going to be helping? Other than, obviously, Alf and Alex, who you know i kind of stole alf anyway and and al is going to be doing a lot it's more work it's shared custody for him. you know we have shared custody of alf
1: you get him on the weekends I get him like some of the weekdays. You know, some days he wants to go drink. It it depends. He's he's kind of hard to pin down.
0: That that sounds like uh, another part of my life. Except that (laughs) the the person I get I'm trying to get shared custody of doesn't drink except apple juice, so it's fine. (laughs) So (laughs) Alf drinks a little stronger stuff. Alf drinks Crown. (laughs) Alf drinks Crown, and I also we also have shared custody of Tropical Blanket, Alex Toledo, too, because he's going to be doing some producing for us and appearing on the podcast, and he'll be at at media day for us too. Yeah, your first son. All right, so wh- who else is – because I don't even know. I mean, this is how well you communicate. This is kind of how you ended up out of the network in the first place because you just you communicate that you just bolted. Uh, who is it on, the, uh, on HeatBeat that's going to be helping me out so I know?
1: So a little a little bit of everybody. First and foremost, myself. Yours truly, you get my feelings all over your website again. Um, you know, there will be Christian, Brass. Brass is really excited to take pictures for you. He even bought a new camera brass jazz uh Nikias, christian hernandez brian Goyne, um alf alex uh mr lefty Lace, saucy nuggets insider doing mm-hmm. some reporting so you get a little bit of everybody you get a uh you get a heat beat sampler on five heatbeat heat
0: sampler buffet potpourri all right terrific uh Thanks. so okay so that's good i have to deal with all you guys again that's fantastic i am yeah. not have to sign up for it all right so let's get to the episode right because i mean you're supposed to be an expert at this and we are in competing pods now so i'm gonna after we get done i'll pull this and i'll make sure it's spelled (laughs) correctly in your honor pull this and i will ask who did a better job but here's the topic today who is going to be the second star on this team now and in the future and we've already talked about jimmy butler on this pod he's going to be the first guy we talked a little about justice winslow and goran dragic and who's going to be the starting point guard and i think that plays into this question a little bit i've done a podcast with bam adebayo obviously bam is eating a bunch of cheeseburgers but there's high expectations for him this season too but when we ask about a second star g like looking at the si.com list you know you had jimmy butler at number 11 and bam adebayo at 93 no justice winslow so if you're looking at like 93 and there's 30 teams they're saying that bam adebayo would ideally be the fourth best player on your team, not the second. And they don't have justice as one of the top four. Top of your head, this season, okay, not looking forward, but this year, who is going to be the guy who helps Jimmy Butler the most? So, yeah, that's
1: kind of interesting because it could go one of two ways, right? So, if Eric Spolcher decides to empower Winslow and put him as point guard, that's a different answer than if he just throws him at small forward, where I really don't think he's the most effective guy. So, I think he's probably the second most talented player on the team, and I know that's probably a little controversial um but if he's not really put in his best position, I don't really think he'll be able to make the impact that can help like vault him into the second guy. I don't want to minimize contract year goron who's who would be starting um goron's still really really damn good, right, so I think him in a contract year playing alongside. Jim, I don't. Does this sound sacrilegious? Is Jimmy's a, is the best player he's played alongside since he's been here, right? So we've had Dwayne on the
0: decline. We've no, that's had that's fair. Well, because he really didn't play with Bosch, right? That, yeah, he's first
1: of Chris Bosch. and uh, Bosh was really good right before he got here. Chris Bosch was like playing Fazette before uh, Goron got here. So I really think that it's. I, I think it's kind of Goron or Winslow, depending on how you look at it. I don't think Bam's going to be able to contrib- contribute offensively to that extent yet. I do think that people. I don't want people to get disappointed in Bam when he's just improved from last season and he's not averaging 15 and 12. I, I, I want people to slow down there because I don't think he's ready offensively, but he will be. He's a really good passer. He does a lot of great things and, and he's going to continue to improve. But I just don't think he'll be there next season.
0: So you mentioned, and this gets into the topic that Alf and I were talking about with Alex, you mentioned you know, what position Winslow plays. So So let me throw out some different combinations to you and you tell me where Justice – because and I, I may disagree with you a little bit about one comment you may, and I'll get to that in a second. But where Justice would have a chance to sort of blossom and be the second guy. So let's say it's – let's say the starting lineup is Justice, Dion and Jimmy. And let's say the starting lineup is Justice, Goron and Jimmy. In which of those two scenarios do you think Justice would have a better opportunity? Because with the one with Dion, he's playing point guard. But he's also playing with a guy who's going to, you know – Monopolize the ball, right? The one with Goron, he's not really playing point guard, but could be at times if they could figure out how to make it work. So, which of those two scenarios would Justice have the best chance to blossom and be the second guy for Jimmy? So, one of them is Goron Dion, and the other
1: one is Goron Jimmy.
0: No, so we're looking at Justice Goron. They're both Jimmy. Justice Goron. Okay, Justice, got you. Dion. One
1: with one with Dion, and one with Goron. Right, I'd probably say the Goron. uh, you know, because I, I do think is going to be doing a lot of the ball handling anyway. He does bring the ball up a lot, um, I, and I think a part of that it, it doesn't have as much context because I do think that Winslow's a really good rebounder. When he rebounds the ball, he's going to be allowed to push off the rebound. So if they go bigger lineups with better rebounders and he's not really in there, it's really gonna. I think that's going to affect how effective he'll be bringing the ball up because it's different when Dion's getting the ball and then he walks the ball up half court and then they set up their offense as opposed to Winslow getting it and then now Winslow suddenly control from coast to coast. I will probably say the Goron lineup just because I think that he's. I just think Goron probably helps make him a little better, and I do think Goron has played off the ball a lot, and I do think that Dion will do a lot of the handling anyway. So. I don't think it'll be much of a difference, but probably the Goron lineup. All
0: right, now let me get to another comment you made, Where and you said this will be a little bit controversial. The idea that Justice is the second most talented guy on the team, I'm not there. I think it's Bam. Uh, And and I I understand what you're saying about don't let the expectations get ahead of you this year. And you're right, he's not going to be putting up 15 and 12 consistently, although if you look at the numbers he was putting up when he was a starter, I do think that he can do that fairly often. I mean, often enough, okay, that, that I think that people will see the progress. But he's going to have some clunkers, too, because he's going to have to so adjust. Like,
1: what to... is 15 and 12? Like, Clint Capella? You know what I mean? Like, what, well, well, it, are we really it, raving about 15 and 12? Like, are we saying well, 15 and 12 is, like, franchise changing?
0: No, I but I don't think that – I think the 12 is the part he's going to – I I don't know that he's going to be – They're going to um, need the 12 more than anything, because it seems they, team's they are they, they are, but I don't know. He's not a great rebounder at this stage. I think he can be, but he's not Hassan. I mean, if there's a place they're going to miss Hassan, you know, other than some of the rim protection, that's it. So, I, you know, there's a lot of places they won't miss Hassan that they're going to be much better off with Bam. And memes. But, they're going to miss Hassan well, with Well, memes, memes, yes, and talking to fish, right? But, I mean, those are <laughs> things that Bam doesn't do, but he does eat cheeseburgers against Kobayashi, which strikes me as a very Hassan thing to do, right? So It is. Uh, right, so, so, I mean, he's taking he on the mantle. It, Yeah, it's just not as toxic. But I, I don't think when, when you look at, uh, the rebounding, I think that maybe be down. I actually think he's going to score. I'm not saying it's going to be more than 15 on average, but I think he's going to score more than some people think he is, because I, I do think that that Jimmy is a good passer, and you know if you have great, you know, great like,
1: pick and roll player,
0: terrific, exceptional right. pick and roll player, right. And so I think the two of them, I think that Bam's going to get a lot of easy ones. He's going to get some rim runs and some dunks in that sense. I, you know, they're not going to be throwing the ball down to him the post a bunch. I'm curious to see if he can develop the 10 to 12 foot jumper just to keep people honest but I do think that he's going to have some games where he kind of just sort of falls into 13 to 16 and so I I think that I'm just going to go based on conversations I've had with people inside the team they like justice okay and they 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 think that people gave up on justice too soon And when I say they I mean there's disparate opinions in the organization I try to draw sort of a general picture but Bam's the guy that was untouchable and and that's why I, I come back to the idea that I think that from an overall talent perspective, Bam's skill set to me is more unique than what Justice could provide. And I'm a big Justice supporter, but I think, I, I, as you say, pure talent, I think it might be Bam. I think the reason it might be Justice over Bam this year, and I actually think it may be somebody else instead of either of them. The reason I think it could be Justice over Bam is just that Justice has more experience. I mean, he, he's been through this. And he's already sort of broken out in some ways. The shooting, thirty-eight percent from three, the past two years, Decent. doing it on twice the volume. So, would I, you say
1: I, Justice is the smartest player on the team, basketball IQ wise?
0: Um, I think Justice picked up a lot of Dwayne last year. Goron's really
1: brilliant. I don't want to downplay Goron. I mean, talking to Goron, that guy is a savant. But
0: yeah, Justice but but I think so well, I, th- I think the thing about Justice and intelligence, and again, I, you know, everything's on a curve here because. And you know, I, I cover it on a day-to-day basis, what I thought was the smartest team, maybe, you know, the NBA seen in the last 25 years, which was, you know, kind of the, the third year big three team when you had, you know, you had basically Battier, James, J- James Jones. Jones, Ray Allen, Chris Bosh, Battier, uh, you know, reading finance books before the game, right? And then, you know, add to that LeBron's basketball IQ, Dwayne's basketball IQ, Udonis' just general intelligence I mean, that was, you know, one of the smartest teams, you know, I think that's ever been, you know, put together. But – and then they added Beasley. But uh, – <laughs> right, I mean, they had to bring it down a little bit. We love Beasley. Uh, maybe he'll I love lo- I love I love you, Mike. Yeah, we Come love on. Michael. But, but I, yeah, I mean, I think on this team, um, I, you know, I, Jimmy's basketball IQ is very high. Like, if you talk to people who've covered him and the way he challenges reporters also – You know, there's a little LeBron in there with him, uh, so I don't want to underestimate that. But I, I do think the thing that Justice picked up last year was slowing the game down. Like, he played at his own pace last year, particularly as he was getting an increased run at point guard. And I thought that was most impressive, G, because he's playing a new position and yet he was doing it the way he wanted to do it. And I I just think you can't underestimate the Dwayne influence there. I like There's so many parts of Justice's game that looked to me like Dwayne when you were watching it up close last year. So I think he's going to take a big jump. I think from a pure talent standpoint, Bam is more talented. But maybe when you add in kind of the increased basketball IQ that Justice has developed, that he's there. But I'm going to make a case. I think there's two other guys that could be the answer to this question this year. And you mentioned one, which is Goran. I just don't know. To me, a lot of that, I almost think it's better for Goran. And, and I think Alex, myself, and, and Alf all agreed on this. I think Goran has a better chance to be the second player on this roster if he's coming off the bench. I, and, and uh, see, what, see why not? Because if, if he's going to play both roles off the bench and playing against second-team guys, how many backup point guards in the league are better than Goran Dragic right now? How good no, is it no. going to look against them?
1: No, that's fair. But I I do think that where – I mean, like, if there's a difference between being, like, a six-man – like, you could be Lou Williams, right? But you, Lou Williams is also playing crunch time offense, right? Lou Williams is also the guy creating at the end of the game. So when, I, when you're talking about a guy that I'm supposed to think of as the number two guy, it's a guy that's going to torch starters too. Like, I want Warren at the end of the game, not just – so when you say off the bench, yeah – I like that for that reason, what you're saying, and also because it allowed Justice to play point guard, but I do think what's going to be really important for Goran is how they close games with him and how, like, that's why I look at him as a number two, not just because he'll be able to just, like, run around, you know, Nando DeColo or whoever the hell.
0: Is Nando DeColo still in the league?
1: Is he, I, I, don't I don't know. know. I, 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 don't... I was
0: too much people basketball. I've I seen, I seen
1: Nando Colo's name too many times, at least Cola in the last couple of weeks.
0: I feel like he's an eternal spur. He, he was like he was like the one guy the Spurs picked up from overseas that didn't end up working out. I I, I understand what you're saying. He's I just like think, the epitome of backup point guard. Right. Well, yeah. I I just when I look at at Goron's situation right now, I I think I just think him coming off the bench, getting settled in that role, saving his body a little bit, which is something he clearly needs to do. That's important after, after yeah. the past few years, like. I could see him giving you 16 and a half off the bench. And like, if that's going to happen and giving you the nights that Dwayne gave you and that, and then being on the floor a lot during the end of games, which sometimes he hasn't been with the heat. I, I think that, you know, he presents such a different option for you that I think he could become the second guy. But I think the other guy that I don't want to overlook and I know you, what you're going to say, you, you know, I'm not a Dion guy.
1: You I knew I'm, you
0: were going to go with Dion. I knew I, it, But but I just, have this feeling because if you go back three years, it was really him, right? I'm and in the Moron. tank for him. I agree. I'm here for it. Right. And and if, if he's in shape and he's a year he's gonna be two years out from his next contract, and he's you know, he he plays off doubts and he did develop a part of his game at the end of last year. I didn't like watching it, him chucking 13 threes, but he shot him at about thirty-six and a half percent. So uh, again, it's a style, and it's not personal for me with Dion. It's just a style thing. You know, I don't like that style of, of basketball. But I do think that if he and Jimmy develop a rela- an us against the world kind of kinship, and Jimmy adopts him, like I think his relationship with Dion could go one of two ways. It's <laughs> right. It, it's it's either gonna be really really good or really really bad, and I think we're gonna know early. And if it, if it's really good. Then think of it this way: If if he's in the starting lineup and he's getting thirty three, thirty five minutes, and he's in shape and he's developed the three point shot, and this team needs desperately three point shooting. I mean, there's, I mean, unless Harrow's going to play a lot and he would play in place of Dion a lot, like they don't have a lot, right? I mean, it's you're talking about a or Myers Leonard at the four. Bam hasn't developed it. Jimmy's not a good three point shooter. Goron is, but it's got to be the right circumstance. They don't have a lot of shooting, and so that's going to fall to Dion. And I just, you know, I know people are going to say to me, "Well, you, you know, you wanted him traded." I did under the circumstances. But now I'm looking at the team, and I'm looking at him getting his, you know, his button shape, and responding to what the Heat wanted him to do, and the contract—not contract, contract year—but he's close enough to see the end of this one. I, I, what, what are the odds if he starts that he could become the second guy just this season?
1: Something I really like about Dion is that his willingness to take off to dribble threes. And that's something that the Heat offense has not really had since he's gone out. I think Josh tried it a little bit last year, but really went away from it later. It's not something that Dwayne was willing to do it, but Dwayne's not a great three-point shooter. Jimmy's not a good three-point shooter. Uh, Like you said about Harrow, we're not sure how much he's going to play. I think that that's an aspect that people aren't looking enough at and how that's going to really open up the floor. And if he's willing to... I think what you're talking about in the relationship with Jimmy and Dion is going to be how willing he is to be off-ball. He's not really an off-ball mover, Um, and I don't know how he's going to participate when Jimmy's in the pick-and-roll, but I think what we're saying here about him being the second guy is going to hinge on that, I think 100%.
0: Yeah, I could see that. And you're right. He has a skill set that they don't have. Uh, but I, one of the things I want to see him do, though. Him, I and, like
1: off the bench, though. Like more than Goron. I think that him. But it's personality,
0: a guy, though. But, but see, that's the problem. Yes, I, I think you're right from a basketball perspective. But from a, which one of these two guys will accept that? Let's be serious, right? I mean, wh- which of those two guys is, is more willing? Goron made it clear when he well, came out I mean, last Goran- year he didn't want to stay on the bench. But Goron is more. He's older. He's more mature. He's more professional. Goron's in
1: a contract here, Ethan. How 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 willing is Goron? This is Goron's last chance. And there's not really any free agents next season. So
0: no, there aren't. Especially a point guard. There's only there's like Jeff Teague. There's like there's three or four guys. Like that's it. If there's a
1: team that needs a point guard, or if there's an injury late in the, you know what I mean? Like that's a guy that people are gonna want. So if I'm Goron, I'm not really sure that I really want to come off the bench.
0: That That's uh, true. Uh, that's true. I just, uh, how much is a Dwayne factor here? Because look, uh, whatever, uh, whatever on court sort of challenges Dwayne and Goran had playing together, there was a lot of mutual respect off the court. Whereas I, I just didn't get the sense with Dion and Dwayne that that thing ever clicked in really any way. I, I don't know that the message that Dwayne sent to the organization going forward, that the best player in franchise history, I mean, we can talk LeBron, but the guy that everybody associates with the heat was willing to do that. And what that means for other guys. Like, I feel like that would register with Goron. I understand the contract no, thing you're saying. I, I, dis- I don't I think it registers with Dion. That, that's just my I hunch think,
1: on this. I think that'll register with someone like Winslow or Josh, right? If they were going to grow up to be good players because it, it, it came at such an impactful time. But, like, Goron played behind Steve Nash forever, and Steve Nash ain't coming off the bench, right? And, like, right. Dwayne wasn't chasing. This show
0: is sponsored by BetterHelp. to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.
1: Paychecks. Why, Dwayne was legacy padding. Dwayne was ingratiating himself to the city and doing, you know, being the good soldier, heat culture, yada, yada, yada. Goran's looking for a contract. I think that there's a clear distinction there. And Goran didn't play with Dwayne that long.
0: No, he didn't. Well, they played the 15, 16 season. They played the whole way through. It was a challenge. And then, you know, Dwayne was gone. Dwayne came back. They played together a little bit. I mean, that was the whole thing. Like, the Dwayne-Goran-Waiters combinations, like, never really happened, right? Because there was always one guy who was hurt. out. And, and, you know, the other thing is, I understand what you're saying in the sense of Goron coming back and wanting to prove himself. He just missed a ton of time for really the first time in his career. But if you get back to the the, the free agent thing, how much does him wanting to maybe preserve his body a little bit? I mean, him preserving his body and getting through the season healthy might earn him an extra two or three million a year at the end of it. So, you think that guys are thinking about that like very
1: actively? Water, no, like,
0: no, and no, and, and you're right. I mean, he hasn't missed it, but he's had so many nagging injuries the past few years. It's always been something, right? Like, and he plays at a speed and a pace that he really can't change. Like, he's not Dwayne in that sense. Like, Dwayne's pace I agree totally with you, a theory.
1: Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you in theory, by the way, but I do think that if you're Dion and if they're going to start Jimmy Butler at the two,
0: does Dion really have room to complain if Jimmy Butler's starting over him? Oh, at the two, but who's starting at the three then? Oh, you're oh, saying start to. starting Winslow and Dragic basically with him. Because okay.
1: that's what it, I mean, just from the quotes that I've read, that's what it sounds like, going to happen. I mean, I don't want it to happen, but that's probably what it sounds like. Well, so, if that's really the way that they go, does Dion really have any room to complain? What's he gonna no, say? No, not over not
0: Jimmy? not if it's Jimmy. But but the thing is, I mean, look, one domino piece leads to the other. Like you're you're looking at Jimmy as the two in that scenario, and Justice as the three. And I'm saying, I, I mean, they're really both wings, right? I mean, it's not if they're too, so. I don't think Dion's gonna. I mean, Jimmy could be the three, and Justice could be the two. I mean, it's not. I I don't think there's really any difference. So, and and they're gonna guard the other team's best perimeters anyway. The only other question about this is defensively, right? So. If you, Goran has to be hid defensively at this point. Tyler Harrow probably has to be hid defensively at this stage, right? Dion, if he's healthy, doesn't have to be hid defensively. No, he's good. Right. So, I mean, if he's healthy and he's in shape. So, if you're going to roll out Dion, Justice, and Jimmy, I mean, that's the best defensive perimeter group you can throw out. It almost doesn't matter who the four is, and then you've got Bam at the five. It's probably going to be Olinic in that scenario. So, Just my big
1: thing up. with that is I'm not a big fan of a Goron Dion backcourt just for the reason that they too small Ernie. And I do think that that was a huge issue in the first half of last season that they were really, really, really running with a super small backcourt. And they were playing Josh at the three, and it was really weird. And I thought that the, the Heat's best stuff last season was Winslow and Richardson in the backcourt. Not just because those were good players, just because they had size back there. Because guards mm-hmm. are big now. Point guards are big. Guys, yeah, there are big guards out of the
0: league at Well, look at well, well, okay, okay, let's well let's look let's look at the teams that they're gonna have to deal with in the East. Philadelphia to start. Philly, right? huge. Right. Boston, huge. Yeah, well, Philly Philly is big at every position, right? Milwaukee is fairly big. I mean, Bledsoe is not right, but he's. I mean, Bledsoe is not, but yeah.
1: he has a giant wingspan.
0: Right. Right. He, yeah, he plays at a different height than than you. A lot you would of Rodgers
1: changes things for Milwaukee, but. It,
0: it, it, it does, although I like some of what they did to reshape it. I don't think their roster is as good as it was last year, but I think it's closer than I thought it was going to be when they lost Brogdon. But, but and, Toro- and Toronto, obviously, um, we don't even know what that's going to look like. My right, Raptors. Because, yeah, your well, Raptors, right. Well, it depends
1: right? if Masai's going to fire sale. I mean, that, that's like the, my most interesting subplot of the season. Like, what the hell is Masai going to do with a bunch of expiring?
0: Right, no, and, and he'll be aggressive, like I and, and I think he had the expirings in mind when he got Kawhi and assumed Kawhi was probably going to leave anyway, and I, you know, I mean, you know, I'm a Maasai stand, so, I, you know, he'll do something smart with it, but I, I just, uh, defensively, they're really they could be really good if Dion's in shape. I don't like you know, the, the Winslow-Butler-Deon combination offensively quite as much as I do with Goron, And I know some people will say, well, I, I don't understand that because then you've got Goran and, and Winslow fighting over the ball a little bit. But, but I, I, I trust – here's the difference. I trust Goran, and this has not always been a great thing when he did this with Dwayne, but I trust Goron to kind of get off the ball and sort of run to the corner, whereas I don't trust Dion to do that. Like, I, I, you know, especially if Dion. and here's the other thing with Dion. It's kind of like you want him to be in shape and you want him to be healthy because he can make a real impact on his team. But if he's in shape and he's healthy and he's feeling good, you know what's happening, right? I mean, he's taking yeah. – right? He's going to take as many shots as Jimmy. Like, and, and, that, and that's one of the other things about – I don't know if I like that. Well, but I think it's very possible. And Jimmy's usage rate for a star is low. He's not – his usage rate is not – Commensurate with being the 11th best player in the league, according to Sports Illustrated. It doesn't matter. I also up
1: think that. that's who he's played with, and they've played on very, like, playing in Minnesota. Um, you know, a lot of the offense ran through towns, uh, even though Jimmy mm-hmm. was a perimeter guy, and also in, um, in in Philadelphia, I mean, he was a closer, but a lot of stuff they run is little Embiid, Reddick, give and goes, and stuff like that. So it doesn't really surprise me. I'm surprised it's not higher because of the Chicago stuff because he was, like, literally by himself.
0: Yeah, well, that right, exactly. I mean, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't have much. Here. But I, I, just, it's, it's a really interesting question because I do think it plays into who's going to be the second guy on this team. And when we're talking, we're talking about all perimeter guys and not Bam. I think the only way it's Bam this season uh, is if, honestly, if a guy like Dion is traded, and they start to become a little bit more focused on on the front court. But I don't think they get there this year. But I, when either gonna,
1: like how many? How many big guys really make that kind of an impact offensively unless they're Gasol slash Jokic level passers?
0: Right. Well, but Bam is – He's a good passer. He's a great. He's not great not the elbow. He's not Jokic, but compared to Hassan, he's like Jokic supreme. Like it's like you – know, right. So I, it's going to look different. I mean, the ball's going to go to him. It's just a question of what he does with it. Now, if he's just you- fe- feeding other guys, then obviously his numbers are not going to be huge.
1: How do you feel about him doing, like, Amari Stoudemire face-ups, like, 10 feet from the basket? Like, well, I really I want know, that. No, that's, sure.
0: that's, that's what I'm talking about. If he can develop that 10- to 12-foot game, I would rather he develop that than the post-game. To me, the post-game is irrelevant for him. He's, he's going to be – they're going to use him for vertical spacing, like you said, in the pick-and-roll with Jimmy. I think he'll be terrific in the same way that he would have been with Dwayne. Uh, you know, and he was during that stretch when he was a starter. I don't think this has to be, he's not the type of, he doesn't have old school thinking like Hassan does where it's like, you've got to give me the ball in the post. And I'm going to pound it there for seven seconds. That's not Bam. Like he'll get off of it. And I do think I thought, that Hassan
1: for Hassan, it was a little bit of, he can't face up. He's too big to do that. So that right. was kind of his only option.
0: Right. And well, and, but the other thing is, it's who's Bam's playing with, right? If he's playing with DJJ, that's going to look a little different than him playing with Kelly, but he's had success. The Heat have had the most success statistically with him playing Sam with Kelly. Kelly. Right. Yeah. So I, I think that's where they're going to start. And I, you know, I, and so I, that to me affects it. But I, so I guess the answer to the question that we had so far after the break, we're going to get into who it might be for the future. But I think for this year, it really could be, uh, it could be Dragic. It could be Dion and it could be justice. And, you know, I, I think if it's, I think probably if it's Dion, that's not the best case scenario from an efficiency standpoint. If it's Goran, it's not the best case scenario from a future standpoint. Uh, justice would be ideal, but I'm not quite sure. Unless, like you say, unless they're turning the, the team ball will be him best. All the if plays, it's
1: justice. The team Correct. will be best if justice is, becomes that.
0: Right, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen under the current circumstances. So after the break, we're going to get into who it might be in the future. Maybe somebody. Off of the roster. But first, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That's Magic City Casino. If you haven't been out to the high yet, that's JAI. You got to check it out on Friday and Saturday nights. You know where Magic City Casino is, close to the airport in Miami. Great place to go, bet on just about anything. But one of the cool things you can bet on is HiLi. So go out there. They've got indoor long game area. They've got a full bar. Uh, they've got food for you out there. It's a party scene before you go out. So before you decide to go to Wynwood or South Beach or my neck of the woods up in Broward where Johnny doesn't like to travel to, make sure you check out Magic City Casino. That's JAI. It's a quintessential Miami sport. It's a lot of fun. Alf and I went out there a couple weeks ago. The Ball's Cast guys have been out there. I don't know if they'll be invited back. But definitely check out the High and Magic City casino. All right, before we close this episode, I think the consensus of most people, G, is that the number two option on this team ultimately is either going to be Jimmy Butler or is not on the team yet. Would you agree with that? That as we're looking ahead a year from now, that the guy who's going to be the complementary star to Jimmy Butler is not currently on this team?
1: Um, Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that I think that the (laughs) no I I was gathering my thoughts um it's because I I guess I'm so Beal blind right so I I think that that's the guy that I want most just because I'm so high on him their their cap situation's a little weird because they they're they're about to come into a bunch of money in the second year and Jimmy's going to be a little older I I don't think that's like I don't think Mm -hmm. we talk about that enough that his age may not match up with the next guy that's going to come in. So I really think whatever guy they bring in next is going to be the number one option whenever they get here, whether it's Beal or I'm sure they're going to make a play for Giannis and he'd probably, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that they're going to try. Um, so that's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't think that anybody, like, I love, I and I hate to sound anti-BAM because I'm not anti-BAM. I think BAM is terrific. I think that every team to win a championship, you're going to need a guy who has that level of basketball IQ, that level of athleticism, that level of defensive prowess and just a good passing big man does all the stuff that you need. Like, I think Bam is like really good and I think he's going to be a really, really, really good player. I just don't look at him as, okay, this is a cornerstone of every single thing we do. I just, I have never seen him that way. And it's probably because it's a perimeter-oriented league and unless you're Mm -hmm. Jokic, you know what I mean? That's not really how the league functions,
0: unless but it's nobody thought Jokic. it was gonna right. But nobody thought it was gonna be Jokic either, and and so I mean, the, okay. The but we,
1: I, I think it's pretty. I mean, when you, I mean, I think when Jokic was in the league, I think it was pretty. There were people that were saying, and I used to make fun of Nikaias for this all the time. But I mean, he was saying like Jokic is first the second year. Like I'd rather have him than LeBron for the next ten years, which is like I still make fun of him because it's still a ridiculous take. But like, <laughs> it's not like people didn't see it, right? It's like there was clearly something very special and different about this guy. Bam doesn't. Ben doesn't have
0: that. No, but he, but Bam. Bam has some things that Jokic doesn't have, and I'm I'm not going to compare him to Jokic as a passer because there's nobody who, less, who,
1: less than forty percent body fat.
0: Well, well, right. Okay, he doesn't look like a plumber, right? In in part, right. So you know, although he might after eating no, all those cheeseburgers, <laughs> but 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 the the thing about it was, I mean, even Denver wasn't convinced. I mean, they drafted Jokic in the second round. They drafted Nurkic before him. And Nurkic was actually the starter ahead of him for a while. And it was only when Nurkic got cleared out that all of a sudden Nurkic blew up in Portland and Jokic really. Yeah, but they,
1: they traded Nurkic to give Jokic more run. I, I
0: know. I understand. I understand that, but I, I think I don't know that we should pigeonhole and say, because the league doesn't have this kind of guy now that it can't happen, especially when Bam has a lot of the attributes that you need to have as a modern big, I think from a personality standpoint, Bam fits the profile. He has from the very beginning. You know, I remember the night that he was drafted, and somebody who's you know pretty high up with the Heat basically he said, "Look, we did more research on this guy than we've ever done to anybody else. He's the anti-Hassan." That's what they said to me on draft night. Okay, they they felt incredibly good about where he was in terms of his makeup, and it's only gotten better. Okay, I, I don't know what happened in Vegas. Okay, stayed in Vegas, but it's only gotten better since. And when you talk to people inside the organization, like the way that Riley and Spolster talked about Bam after the season was what I'd been hearing about him for months behind the scenes. And so they're gushing about him. And, you know, Udonis has basically anointed him. The one Zoe has basically anointed him. The one, I mean, those two guys are that phrase you guys love heat culture personified. That's the two, right? And so I think they see something, they wouldn't be pushing it just because they think he's a nice guy. Like I, I I believe that they they believe it. I mean, right but i think they see mg i think they see him, G. as as a front facing person on this franchise as part of a you know possible big 3 i just i agree with you that it's harder from his particular position i just have always said if i'm going to trade one of them i trade justice because i think the bams are harder to find right now than the justices just in terms of of the way that they play but i agree with you in the sense that the guy's probably not on the roster yet i think ultimately bam Endor Justice, if he's still here, because he might be the piece that has to be traded. Bam, Endor Justice fits in as the third piece. And do you Harrell think that they the hardline
1: and not trade Bam for a whale? I
0: think, think they might. They just, look, I don't if, think it's, th- if it's Bam
1: and two picks for Beal, do they just say no thanks?
0: I think they might, man. I think they might. I, I, I really do they do. think they just say no, we're
1: keeping him? Like no, this, this we're not moving him in two picks for for Beal or something
0: I, like that. I I would be surprised based on converse. I I what I'd heard was Bam was on the table for Kawhi because everybody was, but I don't I don't know necessarily that it would be on the table for Beal. He wasn't on the table for Jimmy. Now I I'm a bigger fan of of Beal than Jimmy only because you know of age and where right um and, you know because Beal can't aren't Beal and Dion like the same zone. age. Beale came in at 18, <laughs> like like 19, like he came in as a baby. Uh, and he's, I mean, he's in his what seven seasons he's played now, and he's 26. Um,
1: Dion's Dion's 26, too, though, That's right? Insane.
0: Right, right, but well, Dion came in, but Dion played one extra. Dion was older than Beale when he came in, but I just I, do, do I think they would hold Bam back from a trade? I think they might if they don't think they have another option there, and they don't in their system, like who have they drafted? or brought in that looks like Bam. I mean, they don't have that guy, right? Like, it's the Justices of the world, the Josh Richardsons of the world, like, those players can be replaced because there are so many wings that you can go find. But to find a modern big these days who can pass, who can switch, uh, who has shown, you know, some ability, as you said, to be a front-facing player like a Stoudemire, who runs the floor, who handles on the break. I mean, I I don't know that, that Bam does anything great yet. But, like, I see the possibility for him to do everything well. You know, and rebounding, you know, I think, is the last thing that's going to come. But but he, I think he can do everything well. I, I think he's the guy they would hold out, G.
1: The most important thing, for like I haven't said this yet on the pod, but the most important skill that I think Bam should develop this season is his short-rolling ability. Mm-hmm. And kind of a Draymond-esque being able to pass out of the short-roll. Like, there's so, the league has moved so much into short-roll action that, and Bam was doing some of that last season, and I, I think that that was really encouraging. But especially when they don't really have great shooters, they're going to need some creative stuff. So if he's a guy that's going to be able to really, really, like, focus on his passing, pass out of the short row, create opportunities like that, because he is a great big man threat in the pick and roll, that's going to open their, their game up even so much that I think this season is going to hinge on how, well, how much Jimmy makes the offense better. Because we know that they're going to be good defensively. They're always. Mm -hmm. These teams are always. But this team is going to go as far as Jimmy makes them offensively better, and I think Bam is probably the second part of that and what he could do in pick and roll. I I do think that that's where he's going to be the most important.
0: I agree. Now, the only thing that changes this dynamic a little bit is: Do you include Bam in a trade for Blake Griffin? Yes. Okay. Well, see, yeah. see, see in, that, in that case, I, yeah. might, I might, even though Bam, Blake has the injury history, and again, you'd have to look at Detroit's situation because do they want Bam with Drummond or would they be moving Drummond somewhere else? But if Blake becomes, and I feel like Detroit's loading up for this year, but I don't think it's going to work as well as people think. But if, if to me, if you're going big for big and you're thinking you can get three or four more years out of Griffin at a high level, then maybe you do it. I don't think you include Bam for Beal. I think for Beal, it has to be Washington, so basically. What, what, what do you, Why Why would you keep him? What's that?
1: Why would you not? Why would you do it for Griffin but not for Beale? It's
0: just just positional. I mean, I'm not saying that Blake is is not going to play the exact same spot spot as Bam, but it obviously. Yeah, but Blake's not a center, so if you do it for Blake, Blake, you still. But Blake could be a four, and you could play him with someone like Kelly. I mean, that, that's, that's what you would have to do. Now, you, you would have no – I mean, Kelly's
1: not a five either, so, like, what, what do you but do? He, like, you're sacrificing a lot defensively.
0: Agreed, agreed. But if you're really good defensively, then, uh, on the perimeter, then it may not matter as much. I, I just think that it, it, if you're trading for Beal, I think it's got to be justice. Because uh, trading for Beal and keeping justice doesn't make a ton of sense either necessarily. Again, I don't know that Goran's going to be here going forward. But you're gonna to have to give up something. It's gonna to have to be justice or Bam. I would just give up justice in that scenario. It's gonna
1: to have to be Goron and something else because you need the contract, you need the contract. So it's gonna be right. So what? You trade Goron and justice, and then
0: you have no point guard. Well, they'll have to find one. That's a good question. How do you feel about Kendrick Nunn? <laughs> I I'm,
1: listen. I've made my opinions on Kendrick Nunn very clear in the past.
0: So you're not you're not a fan.
1: I'm I'm not a, I'm not a big Kendrick Nunn guy.
0: Okay. Well, I I actually thought he was the best player on the team in summer league when I was out there. But... He is a
1: very ta- he is a very talented
0: player. Yeah, but I you know I'm I'm curious. Well, I I know they're high on him, but you know we haven't seen it in regular games. I to get back to the point here, I think that the second best guy this year may end up being one of the two veterans, Goran or Dion, depending on usage and and how they're handled. I think that going forward, if you look at which of the two young guys has a better chance to be the two, I think it's Bam over Justice. But I think that the number two is probably ultimately, and maybe the number one, if it's Beal, is ultimately probably Beal or Blake Griffin. I, I think that's, to me, that's where this thing is uh, is going.
1: I, I'm surprised that we're looking at trades rather than free agency.
0: Well, there's nothing in 2020. I mean, you want Gallinari? Yeah. Well, I mean-
1: it's
0: what yes. I hell mean, yes. I know, I know you do, but like, I mean, if you look at twenty twenty, there's, I mean, there's literally nothing beyond AD. Like, there's, it's not. I am am a Gallinari apologist. I love. No, Gallo. and I, and I like him, too, but he'll never stay that healthy again. But you're, you're not talking about a class that's worth anything. So we're talking about twenty twenty one, and if that's the case, if you're going after one of the really big fish in twenty twenty one, whether it's Kawhi, whether it's Giannis, one of those guys, or whether it's Oladipo, you know, at that stage, I mean, there's, it's a long list. If you're going Oladipo's after
1: one big of those... fish now? Is that What's what that? we're doing? Oh, a big fish now, is that what we're doing?
0: I think he was getting close to it, but I don't know how he's gonna come back from the injury. But I think he was getting close to it. I mean he was an all star. I mean that's I mean, if if he was healthy, would he not be in somewhere in the same category as Bradley Beal or close?
1: I mean I don't I I personally don't think so. I know people are like think that, but I don't think so. But
0: I think Beal's better, cool. but I don't I don't think the difference is that
1: Great. I think Beal is better than Jimmy Butler right now. I don't know where uh, Beal ranked in the SI rankings over Butler. Well, no, but I, I, th- I, I know he that- wasn't
0: top 20, which stunned me. He was not top 20, which he should absolutely be. I, that was completely unfair. I would absolutely have Bradley Beal in the top 15. He was 25-5-5 five and five last year. With Dwayne, I think Bradley Beal is better Dwayne's than John Wall. Like healthy John Wall. Yeah, I know. I agree. And I think Bradley Beal may ultimately be here. And I think it may not take as much to get him as you think if he makes it clear internally that he's not staying there. And we see now, look what's going on in the NFL, man. That trend is not changing. Like players are making it very Daniel clear. Jalen Ramsey, stay
1: home, dude. Stop. Yeah, Come well, on, man. We went through battles together. Why are you leaving
0: us? Uh, <laughs> All right. Bad, you can, that's it. All right. You can find them at G. <laughs> Davis. 103. Again, a lot of the Heat Beat guys will be contributing as long as I can tolerate G if he's going to be the point person on this. So follow him at Novice 103 Alf and I will be back, maybe with Alex, maybe not, to get into what we see as the last two issues of camp, one of which is going to be rebounding and in interior defense and the other is shooting. So we'll sort of break it down from more of an XS&O's perspective the next episode. I'm not sure what we just did, but it was fun. G, thanks for joining me. Thank you, sir. Anytime.